Hello and welcome to Sparks, a series by Interactive Workshops. In every episode, we talk about something we can spark in work and life. From how to spark adventure, to how to spark goals, to how to spark a meeting like this one, except John isn't here. I don't know where he is. Sam, have you seen him? No, sorry. Do you have meetings like this, where the people just don't show up? Oh, Johnny, you're here. I'm so sorry. You're going to need to plug in and you're just going to have to get set. We're going to have to wait for you. I'm a little bit late, I know. I, I, uh, yeah. It's not an ideal start, is it? A bit flustered, actually. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, you, you okay? I mean, uh, previous meeting overran. So, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Know, and then I know it's like unexpected delay in getting here to talk to somebody. Bits, bits and pieces to do. Um, yeah, sorry. Fine, yeah, but you're probably well prepared. I'm actually, I don't, what's, what's today's episode? I missed the start. Sorry. Oh, I just went through it all, but I'll go Could through it again. Could you tell you what we were going to spark in working on? I'll go through it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, spark- don't, don't, don't need to repeat yourself. No, no, just repeat. Give me the, give me the, give me the just, okay, yeah. What were we sparking? Uh, well, we took, we talk about how to spark meetings. Did, was there any, do we have any preparatory notes? Uh, we did not see the agenda beforehand. Is there, any, is there an agenda? Yeah. I haven't read the agenda. Some, some prior reading for you to, to you didn't do that? I, I haven't prepared either. No? I'm so sorry, Chris. Okay. Um, well, it's not really my fault. And I mean, no one really told me exactly what was happening. Oh, well, I mean, I put it in the calendars and... I, yeah, I guess I did you, accept, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. It's awkward, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if, we're just going to have to get started, I think. We, we are, yeah. And we're going to talk about how to spark a meeting that's not like that encounter. Well, but, quite a lot of them are like that encounter. But a lot of them are like that encounter. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do the other thing that people do at meetings, Chris. What's that? Just stay silent. Let other people do all the work. That used to be my approach to meetings. Did it? Stay quiet. Don't say anything that gets me into trouble. <laughs> Exposing myself as, yeah. I just remembered the first sales meeting that I went to with you where there was only three of us in the meeting, but you stood up to present. <laughs> yes. There's all these kinds of meeting etiquette, isn't it? That you... So much meeting etiquette, yeah. Chris. Yeah. There's things we do only in a meeting room or don't do Social only in a meeting Social phenomena room. meetings. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's part of work, isn't it? It's just why, a key part of why work. Why isn't there a GCSE in meetings? Why isn't there an A-level in meetings? Why isn't there a degree in meetings? You should have some training in it, shouldn't you? you I should, mean, should... we're going to spend so much of our life doing it. Probably more than, more than sleeping we spend in meetings. <laughs> I hope not. Something, I... it's some, probably close, isn't it? It depends how badly you sleep. But I think yeah. we can, I agree that we spend a lot of time, people spend a lot of time in meetings. Mm. Shall we just briefly give meetings at large a score out of 10 for how productive and effective they are? What, meetings at large? Yeah. if we just, All meetings everywhere. All meetings, how many actually are good? I think, oh my goodness, it's going to be down below 20%. Easily. I've worked my way down. It's probably below 10%. It's getting... A, very, very few. It's going to be generous to get a 1 out of 10. I think getting a 1 out of 10 will be probably good. 2 mm. out of 10 will be good. My observation of meetings that I go to, mm. have been involved with, have been asked to moderate, have been asked to facilitate, the quality of those meetings is so low. Not so low. <laughs> Not so low. So... Low. When we're not so low, it's so low. When we're not so low, the score is so low. Mm. It's, it's frustrating. I, I find it frustrating when I hear people talk about 
how have they spent another day in meetings? They, you know, oh, another meeting. Oh, didn't useless meeting. That was that meeting was a waste of my time. It really annoys me because it's it's time wasted. It's it's value wasted. So should we talk about how to spark a great meeting? I think we should talk about how to spark a good one. What do you think? I think there are some good practices that we probably know should be there. Things like an agenda. Should be there. Sent in advance. Should be there. Everyone knows what you're going to cover. Should be there. We know it should be there. I think most people know it should be there. It's not always there. We don't always do it. And uh, agenda that is achievable within the remit of the meeting. Yeah. Maybe even time estimated. Time estimated. 100%. 50 minutes on item one. 30 minutes on item two. It's going to take a bit longer. 100%. Um, We talked before about agility, the agile manifesto, the idea of having working products from Mm. meetings. And I think that is another thing. We know there should be something to show for our meetings. We don't always have something to show for it. I think a lot of of people, what they've got to show for it is that they were there. Mm. And that's it. They went. Mm. with. They were there. They left. They're in some kind of club. Because they're at the meeting, it's kind of status symbol. One of our clients has a number of different meetings at different levels. Um, When you get to a certain level, you get invited to join it. Sometimes there's 30 people in that meeting. You're not making any meaningful contribution, but being there is like a stage. You just reached a level. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think minutes, another thing. We know we probably should have minutes at a meeting. Maybe not all meetings. Not all meetings. We know it's good practice to have minutes, be able to refer back to maybe just last time's actions. Minutes with a goal, with a deadline. Yeah. There's other things. Yeah. These, These kind of things we know should be there, but I don't think that is the secret to a good meeting. What do you think you need to, uh, for, to, have, to have a good meeting? Well, as with many things in interactive workshops, and a lot of things we discuss in this podcast, I think you've got to un- think about why you're going to be there. Uh, unlike Simon Cynical, I don't think you have to start with why, but it does actually help in meetings. Why, mm. why are you going? What are you going to do? What are you going to bring to it? What, what are you going to add to it? And if we did have a GCSE in meetings... I think that would be the first point. What's the minimum level of um, contribution that is expected from participants in a meeting? But we should also think about the number of people there. So it's a very simple equation. If there's an hour-long meeting and there's 10 people, you've got six minutes each. That's what you could or should have. If one person dominates, I, I mean, I couldn't possibly. But you might. they might speak for half of it boss, senior person, then you, then the remaining nine people have got half an hour. They've got less than three minutes each. And then a couple of those debate something and suddenly mm. you've got 10 people and it's just a waste of time. It's funny how that works and you've got 10 hours, so it's more than a day's work. So you've got that six oh, minutes Chris. each. It's funny how that time works, isn't it? It's an hour-long meeting. We think it's an hour's time, but in, real, in reality, it's, a day. it's either six minutes or it's a day. It's a day. So we should. I think we should account for meetings in the amount of time it takes. Mm. I think also there's a big difference between internal meetings in your, within your own company and external ones. So if you think about external meetings, I think sometimes sales meetings, for example, uh, if, uh, if you're a consultant, it might be like a, a planning meeting, a building planning meeting, or it might be some official um, lawyers meeting, or it might be a health and safety executive meeting. It might be a meeting with an accountant or a finance person. You know, this external meetings, you might be representing your company at a, some kind of conference or a board or uh, there might be a networking group. So I think external meetings, you should, that requires less thought 
Okay. Because you know what you've got to do. You can't, you can't turn up to an external meeting and go, hey, why are we here? Who are you? No, there's a bit of... You've uh, got to come with your... You've got to bring a bit of... I am Jonathan yeah. Circum Esquire of Legal Practice Hedgehog and Pink Partners, and I'm here for the meeting. You've got to do something like that. But internal meetings, I think it's a lot easier to end up there without knowing why you're there. Mm. And so maybe we can tackle that. What are those things we can do? Can we do anything if we realise we're in a meeting? Actually, I don't know why I'm here. Yes, I think we we can. I think we should take charge, actually. Okay. So I think, I say internal versus external meetings. External meetings, it's often clearer. Yeah. But internal, it's a safer practice ground. Yeah, with external, it's perhaps there's there's less license to take over and take control. Yeah. So I do think that managers, teams, and companies can and should think about what makes an effective internal meeting and all of the dimensions that we discuss. Who's there? Why we're there? What we're there to do? For example, if it's an information-giving meeting, you might want a lot of people there because once you've said the information, then everyone's got it. Yeah? Mm. Good ratio. 20 people. 30 people. Town hall. Mm. We said it. It's there. But if it's a decision-making meeting, if you have 20 or 30 people there... Too many. Is it a meeting where you need to discuss things or decide things? If it's decision-making, you should probably circulate in advance the background reading and things you need to gen up on to be ready. That When you come, you can make a decision. If it's a discussion meeting, then perhaps you just need to be a bit informed, come bring your opinions. Uh, So there's there's so many dimensions, the number of people, even the size of the room. Is it a sit-down or a stand-up? Is it with media? Are you using flip charts and whiteboards and uh, interactive displays? Or is it talking round around a circle? If you're talking in a circle, is there a structure? Is there a facilitator? Does each person get the same amount of time? Or is it just free flow and whoever speaks dominates? You know, there's so many aspects. And that's why I think that preparation for a meeting is key. And to try to think through some of those dimensions and what's going to make it effective and then the final one is what's going to make it unique have you can you think of a unique meeting that you've been to i'm thinking actually about the one where you did do the presentation where you stood up (laughs) and everyone else was sat down in a very small meeting room yeah but that was unique yeah yeah so you made a unique impression yeah you made it memorable was trying to make a particular impression any memory any other meetings that stick in your mind other meetings that stick in my mind I'm thinking of ones where it's got creative. Things have gone up on the walls. Uh, maybe you've just taken a pen and started drawing up mm. what we're talking about. And suddenly it's gone from just bouncing around ideas with no record of what we've talked through to suddenly a visual that we could take a picture of and keep and know that we yeah. talked about that. Well, I was very heavily trained in that by the Germans. There's a you? company called Neuland yeah. that make facilitator kits. Neuland boards. Neuland boards, pin boards, yeah. kits. Yeah. But... Uh, the Neuland School of Thought, they've formalized every type of facilitation skill. I even had a lesson, a full day's lesson on how to hold the pen. Wow, a full day. A full day. How many people were there? Well, I did 20-something <laughs> days of training on facilitation. Wow. Just on, not, not teaching stuff, mm. but just facilitating. Mm. Just wow. how to write it on the thing, how to structure it, cards, activities. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, wow. I think that you can, there's, there's structures in place and learning the skills of facilitation will really help you. And, and that, that sounds like a long time to have invested in that, but 
when you think about how many meetings you will be part of, internal, external, and how many meetings you're you're leading, that's a small amount. It's similar to touch typing. If yeah. you think about the amount of time you'll be t- typing in your career, the sunk cost of investing in running good meetings is the return on it's incredibly high, yeah. given that how many meetings you may have. Yes. Yeah. I was going to add, so there's the facilitation. That is just, just the structure, just the process, just how to take what someone said. Oh, Chris, you said letter A, write it down. Letter A, put it up. Someone else, letter B, right, okay. Point B, point C, put up the points, make a summary. That's just the facilitation. Then the Germans also have another word for it called moderation. Mm. And moderation is managing the emotions and the people that are in the meeting. So as you know, you've been in many meetings with me, I get sometimes quite animated. Yeah. Frustrated. Can do. A bit annoyed. Yeah, happens. Tense. Angry. Or human. Angry. Yeah. Sometimes time. More often than I want to. <laughs> if you have a moderator, mm. they're there to say, Jonna, it's, I understand you're really passionate about this. Thank you so much. For sharing that passion. Just going to hear from this person now. Move just, it on. No, I just want to restate what you're saying. Is that oh, you think they would restate. Okay, yeah. But but I want to just moderate the emotion because it's making it hard for other people to, to process. Okay. To contribute. So they're a bit of a filter, a bit of a... The, moderate the emotions. Moderating. Yeah, moderating. they're moderating. Is yeah, that, it's uh, a good word. It's a good it's word. Good word. Yeah, so yeah. facilitation and moderation. Yeah. But the moderator is that, so if there's conflict, if there's anger, if there's mm. tension, differences of opinions... Mm-hmm. If you imagine like facilitator person, they would be, okay, so I take opinion one, I put it on the board. Opinion two, on the board. Mm-hmm. The moderator would say, I'm just sensing, you know, you seem very passionate about position A. Mm. and You seem very passionate about position B. Mm. I'm curious, you know, are these really, are you really against each other? Or is it that you have different ideas? Mm. That w- Why the tension? You're, on, you're in the same company, you're on the same mm. team. Are you, Lawyer and this other person who's op- had option C hasn't really been heard because yeah. of this other tension. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, at that point, people see it basically turtling and trying to keep mm. their heads inside yeah. the shells. Yeah. How important is the structure of a meeting? Does it does it need structure? Can it be fluid? Well, I used to be favour more fluid meetings. The more senior I've got, the more I favour for internal or standing agenda. So we know what we've got to discuss pretty much every time. I think that if I was meeting the same people again and again, I just need to vary the structure over time. So I perhaps set a standing agenda for a half year or a quarter or a year, and you want to change that. It's also interesting what people do in terms of structure of who's facilitating. Is it the same person every time or does it rotate? If you rotate the facilitation, quite often you get variable results from the meeting because it's actually a real skill. And the best meetings, they bring in a, a, an additional person to moderate and facilitate who's not involved in the topic. Mm. I would probably, I would argue that most organisations don't know or haven't worked out and listed down who their best meeting facilitators are. Who, who do you think ours are? I think ours would be, oh, be good. I think Larson would be a very good meeting facilitator. Okay. Assertive. Yeah. I think M. Um, communicator yeah uh i think most people are pretty good so i think i'm choosing between you're you're trying to pick the world champion i'm trying to pick the world champion Mm. but yeah i don't think most think you're very good you think i'm very good yeah 
I think I've been in a lot of meetings. Yeah, you like to prepare things. You do get Learn structure. Good practice, yeah. yeah. But I think most organizations don't know their best meeting. Like I'm trying to work out now. I think we have relatively good meetings and very good meeting facilitators yeah. and a team of facilitators. Yeah. But I think most organizations don't know their best meeting facilitators and they look to managers, they look to yeah. the people they've always looked to. Guess the who leaders, the worst person the dominant run, people. Guess who the worst person to run the meeting would be? The manager. The manager. The yeah. Shouldn't we do that, should we? No. But the, it requires the, the skill of management isn't the same as, as the skill of leading a meeting. Yeah, that's when you bring in an external person. Mm. That manager gets to be in their own meeting for pretty much the first time ever. They've got an equal voice. Yeah. When they're managing when the manager and running the meeting, they've got two things to do. It gives me a headache actually. Does it? I'm doing that. Yeah. Because yeah. I've got the business outcomes that I've got to get and I'm trying to pay attention to the process. But yeah. when I bring in someone else, yeah, they can run the process and I can just sit there. They can tell me to shut up if they want as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we've heard enough from you. Yeah. If I'm running the meeting. Yeah. You can't shut yourself up. <laughs> I should shut myself up. <laughs> In I fact, we've got a meeting after this and I'm going to try to shut myself up. <laughs> okay. We'll get a moderator as well to mm. calm the tensions. I think, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting thing to think through. Um, as you were describing the, the start with why and the purpose of the meeting, the different kinds of purposes, is it a decision we're trying to make? Are we trying to make something is it just to discuss i'm starting to wonder it does a meeting really exist without mm. another purpose does it always have to be either a focus group or a decision point or you know a I meeting think the itself genres, is just people coming together i think the genres are all there chris i think it's mm. such a big part of our work life that all the genres all the genres already have a name we talk town hall yeah. decision making board meeting mm-hmm. Uh, stand up, daily stand up, creative yeah. brainstorm, uh, uh, options evaluation meeting, prototyping. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's so many. The tapestry of types mm. of meeting is mm. extremely large and and very well defined. Yeah. And I mean, if you look on Miro or some of the other softwares that do the virtual whiteboards, how to run those meetings? There's templates, uh, product, uh, you know, template. Yeah, yeah. Swim lanes. Uh, Checklist, checklist, yeah. meeting, uh, waterfall, template agendas, yeah, Monday board, it's all there. It's all there. So, mm. yes, yeah, status meeting, yeah. But so I think, yeah, you know, the the, the genres are all there, mm. and then the question is, actually, more like a jazz band, do we know the groove mm. for the different types of meetings? Do we know how to play in the groove? Yeah. Uh, for example, daily stand up IW. Everyone knows it starts with, how was your weekend? People. People. People matter. However, sometimes when other people run that meeting, they let that go on for ages. And then people are like wondering, like, why are we still talking I'm about this? I'm here to work. Why yeah, am I still talking about my weekend? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there is, there's the, the playlist, the, the, the set point is defined. Mm. And if you, if you say we're going to have a brainstorming meeting, but you never get to the brainstorming, or if the quality of the way that you brainstorm together is not really good. Mm. And you just end up talking about it. You end up talking about it. Everyone knows it's not really how it's supposed to play. So mm. maybe they could call that a, a disharmony or the wrong groove, mm. but a really effective meeting. The uh, genre is defined. Therefore, we know which instruments to bring. Mm. We know how to prepare. We get in, we groove together. So I do think you're right. It's a social... I think the music example mm. is actually probably quite good. It's a social collective effort. Mm. And if we can do it well, then we can get a real harmony. Yeah. We need our particular instruments, our particular groove. Some people are just that cymbal player, though, aren't they? They just stood there <laughs> waiting for the whole meeting, and then they go, 
with it like a gong. I'm imagining a massive gong. 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 Yeah. Some people are lead violin. Yeah. Just yeah. In your face, quite dominant. It's hard to ignore. Yeah. A bass line. The beat. Yeah. The beat. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. uh, so the facilitator actually might be the drum beat, mind they might call yeah. for timing. Yeah. And call for action. Yeah. And... Keep you on track timings yeah. wise. Yeah. 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 Exactly. They're the uh, the rhythm section. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I, I guess what it's making me think is that. I wonder if we did this in our company. Maybe other companies couldn't do it. But if you made meetings a bit of a swear word and you couldn't say meeting, you had to say... The genre. Brain, yeah, the genre. Brainstorm or... Well, I re- you know, I really like point. the phrase that one of our workshop participants came to, makings, not meetings. Mm. We have seasons where we're brilliant at meetings at IW and generally they were making something. So if are we making a decision? Mm-hmm. Are we making an idea? Are we making an asset? PowerPoint? Are we making a storyboard? Yeah. Are we making an asset? Are we making content? Are we making a podcast? Like, imagine if we didn't know what we were here to do. Mm. We know what we're making a podcast. Yeah. Therefore, we get in the mode. We make the podcast. Yeah. This could be us just talking about making a podcast. That has happened actually last <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this uh, this regular sitting down could be in another organization in another universe. Could mm. be us spending. What are we, 20, 20 episodes, something like that? Yeah. It could be us saying, John, let's, let's talk about that podcast idea again. Yeah, we could be just talking about it. What could it look like? What should you know, we call it? The pub is a bit like that, though. Because you mm. go to the pub, you and your mates, you probably have the same conversations again and again. <laughs> Can you imagine if you took an agenda to the pub? All right, I've uh, put together <laughs> an agenda for this one. We're going to spend the first 15 minutes just talking about... Fancy football. Fancy football. <laughs> the th- next 30 minutes... We're going to just start slating our home lives. <laughs> How awful it is. Employers. That might need longer. Slate our employers? Yeah. Do, what do you need? 15 minutes on that? And then 15 minutes talking about how we should be slightly fitter than we are. Yeah. 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 We'll need to put in some drinks breaks in that. But the, but, the pub chat is uh, completely unstructured. But yeah. I, I think that those conversations are basically cyclically the same thing again and again. And that's actually what happens with meetings. But at work, we deem it to be completely pointless. And we we wish that we weren't in a meeting where we're you know, just talking about the same things we talked about last month, talking about the same things we're going to talk about next month. Mm. Yeah. So there is, there's an awareness required. And I guess that's a a real lateral awareness. What are we actually achieving here? Is this actually helpful? Are we actually going somewhere? There's a season at IW where we used to have our board meeting monthly. For that board meeting, there was a set agenda. But every decision that we had to make, I would put in in advance likely options are A, B, C, and then what those options were. People would indicate in advance which of those options they broadly supported. Yeah? Okay. What happened then? When, when we got to the meeting, we realized on eight out of ten points, we all chose the same thing. So we didn't need to discuss it. We just did it. Wow. And then we just talked about the two points. I bet that saved a lot of time. Yeah, I don't know why we stopped. <laughs> why do we stop? Why? <laughs> this is it. We know, I think, what makes a good meeting, and yet we stop. Why do we stop? Uh, maybe that's a whole other podcast. Why do we stop doing things we know are good? Yeah, like I stopped riding my bike and running recently because I was—I don't know why. I know that that makes me feel good. Yeah, but for about three weeks, I've done nothing. Yeah, why do we stop doing what works? What we know works. Yeah, yeah. Why do we start stopping? Is that why do we start stopping? Yeah, could be a we'll good, save that one in the pod. bank. Yeah, but with meetings, why is it—is it, is it um, a bit of fatigue that we just don't? We just go. Oh, do you know what? For this one, let's just chat about it and we'll some come to a some people are there. Some people, I think. Some people naturally come to a meeting hoping that they won't have to do that much. I don't think it makes them happy. 
but they're prepared. They come prepared to be a passenger. Maybe to speak up on the points that are only relevant to them. I do, I do think that's actually in large meetings, I was in part of industry bodies and things, you need to be disciplined and only speak on the bits that you're there to speak on. If you chip in something on every idea, every section, everyone gets annoyed. Meeting takes. I, in fact, I chair some charity meetings. It's like, just let's stick to the time. Let's not talk about that. Don't add in anything extra. But I think in general, some people come prepared to try to not do anything. And they, they, they should, they'd be better off to not come. Mm. I think it's better if everyone comes really prepared to think about what they're going to put in and why they're mm. there. Mm. Um, and also maybe just to have a moment at the start for people to think about why they're there. If you come from another meeting and you're busy, clear the mind. What are we actually here for? Let's run through that agenda. Is it, have we got enough time? Do we need to reprioritize? Who's going to run the time? Who's going to run the notes, minutes? Are we going to use a process? Mm. Are we going to moderate ourselves? Mm. That's the ideal, isn't it? Mm. And then if we do find ourselves in that meeting, internal, let's say, where we realize we haven't got that agenda, we don't, we're not really contributing, we don't really know why we're there, to actually take control, as we've said, we could do. How do you do that without undermining perhaps who's organized the meeting, who's maybe doing their best job of running it so far. I did train under the master, Chris. Did you? Yeah, one of my old bosses, he used to run the board meeting at the body shop where we started my career, Anita Roddick and all her people. And um, one day he was in his office and he said, it's going to get a bit noisy in a minute, so just keep your head down. I said, why is that? He said, I'm supposed to be running the board meeting, but I'm not bothering to go this time because it's just pointless. We just brainstorm things on flip charts. Wow. People write them up and then it goes nowhere. And about three minutes later, the phone rang and it, and then he was kind of being shouted at. And then Anita Roddick, force of life, came down. Oh, where the hell are you? Why aren't you in the board meeting? He said, oh, Anita, yeah, I go to this meeting all the time. We talk about a lot of things. People write up flip charts and then nothing happens. I've got better things to do. You've got better things to do than come to the board meeting. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to get on with some actual work, Anita, you know, making the company better and moving things forward because that meeting with all those people is completely pointless. So I trained under the best. He was good at calling out. Obviously, he was trying to provoke a change. Yeah, it's provocative, but... But he was trying to provoke a change. Hard to argue with, yeah. Of course, we could do that graciously and say, could I help improve the meeting? But I do think it's worth... If you're in the meeting, there should be no prisoners. If you're in the meeting and it's not going well, just our old friend, put your hand up maybe and just say... In the air. Guys, I'd just like to ask, like, can we summarise where we've got to? What are we trying to achieve? I feel like we're going on a circular discussion or there's not a structure. We've got this many minutes left. What are we actually trying to do here? I think that would be good. Mm. And, and I'd give that advice also. If you're, I know that the social situation makes some people nervous and it, it makes some people struggle to speak up. And I've got a lot of admiration for those people because it's not easy, especially if there's a status hierarchy. It may not be easy to speak up. It's also not easy to represent unpopular points. And um, so avoiding groupthink and overcoming your nerves and overcoming your fears even and being bold and speaking out, these are important mm. skills mm. to say. Um, and, and if we're not used to speaking in meetings, if we're not used to speaking out, my, f my first ask of people when we're doing meetings because they will offer to serve them, offer to take the minutes, offer to give time checks, offer to get the drinks. There's a lot you can do, even just nodding as you're doing that. This is adding, smiling is adding, 
being tuned in. Don't tune out. Eye contact. Eye wrong. contact. Encouraging people, summarizing. So yeah. what I'm hearing is you said this. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Great. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's all the things you can do, but that, if you make the drinks, if you take the minutes, that sets a platform for you to speak when it's your turn. And it's also not impossible to signal to people at the start and say, you know, just to let you know, I'm new to this meeting. I'm a little bit nervous. I'm going to try and contribute my best. That just engenders the best from mm. people. It's very rare that people say, oh, you're nervous. I shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, oh, get well, <laughs> see what we're going to do to you. Yeah, yeah. So, so I do think a kind of, I'm very interested in articulating what's going on mm. for you. Mm. Um, obviously, if it's some big client meeting and you're new, don't position yourself as new. Just position yourself as a professional. Yeah. But, but if, you, if you want to set yourself a little platform, that can be helpful. Mm. Um, and it's also worth making sure, do you know everyone that's there? Like, do you take all the names and everything else? I don't know if you do that. I, I, if I've got a meeting, I'll draw a picture of the table and then write the yeah. name of everyone. And then I can address them all by name. Mm. That's useful to be able to do that, isn't it? You've yeah. got to be able to do yeah. that. But, yeah. but these are like meeting basics yeah. that, that are simple things that even if you are new to meetings and you're not that skillful, you can do. You can do. Yeah. It's been really interesting. Maybe we should book another meeting to talk more about meetings. Bam fam. But make sure we record it. Book a meeting from a meeting. Book a meeting from a meeting. Yeah, it's a good principle. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we do, and the ir- irony is we need to stop because we have got a meeting, yeah, got a meeting upcoming. Now. Tell us a little bit more if or an organization, if a team leader has, if this has sparked something and they've thought, yeah, I need to transform the way I lead meetings. If you want to transform the way you lead meetings, we can definitely help. Two parts. One is you. So get the skills. There's a whole toolkit of how to run meetings. Get those skills. Find, it's on the internet or we can train you. Secondly is think about when to bring in someone else. And it really makes a difference. If someone's there just to run the meeting, they will run the meeting in an order 10 times better than what you would do if you ran it yourself. Because they've got nothing else to think about. They don't have to care about the content they just have to make sure it runs well and it runs on time with a good attitude and atmosphere. Uh, and also they'll highlight if, if there's conflict, they, will, they won't let you get away from that. If, if you've got difference of opinion, they can summarise, say, look guys, you may be saying let's move on, but there's a difference of opinion here that you haven't resolved. A little bit like a counsellor or like a therapist. Let's try and resolve this before yeah. we move on. You know? yeah. So, yeah. so they've got that external eye and it just makes the whole thing pleasurable, Chris. There we go. Makes it easy. Chris, this has been excellent. Again, I'm so sorry for being late. A great meeting. No problem at all. It's all forgivable. Is it? Yeah. Oh, bless you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. See you on the next time. See you at a podcast near you soon. See you on the next pod. Love it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.